It's it's Friday night, guys, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Max. I'm Kyle. We got Jay here. He's a he's a guest. And I'm sorry, Jay. I'm a little somber. Kyle has some news to share. So I don't know if a lot of you guys have known, but Matt had a surgery today, and that's why he's not here. Remember we talked about last week. It's with a heavy heart. And it's fucking hard for me to. But the surgery didn't go well. Matt passed away today, everybody. I, I'm so, I can't. I can't keep a straight face, damn it. Why? <laughs> I can't do it. Boy, that didn't last long at all. Damn. I was even mustering tears. You were doing great. <laughs> you know what? I used to do theater back in high school, and I couldn't. I couldn't keep myself together, man. I was. I had to keep looking down. I was. Uh, Matt's not dead. He's super dead. He's mostly dead. <laughs> He's one of the walking dead. We got to get him in the brain to finish it up. Suddenly, <laughs> Jedi said stupid. <laughs> oh, Stubbling yes. says something has shifted in the universe because we started on time. I know, right? It's because uh, it's because I'm in charge. Fucking fuck, dude! I applaud you for starting on time. Drove me. <laughs> it would be seven twenty-seven. Matt, be like, sorry guys, shit's broke. <laughs> you know you only had six days to figure this shit out i was not stupid i even mustered up tears jedi like i was actually making myself cry i know it was it was moving you were doing way better than i expected you to do well if you guys don't know jay here is with us uh jay has been on the absolute geek podcast before but it's been a while and uh, I think since you've been on, you started a new podcast. You weren't since doing pop, ba- pop bonsai you back got then. A new podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was doing pop, uh, pop bonsai with Travis, who you guys might know. And uh, I started a new podcast called Born Too Late, which is uh, uh, just about like music. We interview musicians and and producers and writers and journalists, label oh my God, owners. I want to be on that. No, Are you cool. one of those? Are, were you one of those? The above. I could be. Okay, you're on. <laughs> you're booked. No, I just want to come on and talk to music people and producers and stuff. Okay. Yeah, dude. Well, oh, dude we should get my sister-in-law's band to come on. Oh, that would be awesome. I'll talk to her. No kidding? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Uh, and, and yeah, if you guys don't know, his sister-in-law <laughs> that he's talking about is, is from a band called The Darts. Who are really great, and I know my the guy that I do, I do the podcast with, Josh, likes him a lot too. So, dude, that'd be great. The Darts are the one that did the uh, th- the old theme song for Absolute Geek, right? That was that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we used one of their songs as the old as the old theme song. Yep. Yeah, and then they screamed at the end. You're listening to the Absolute Geek podcast. Yep. I always liked that. Oh, that was fun. So, yeah, cool, we'll have to get, I'll have to we'll have to set that up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Jay, you've always had a good uh, connection to music. If anyone's Oops. here listening from Couch Crunchies, you obviously know Jay. He was, you know, one of the original founders of Couch Crunchers, and you always had these really cool connections. And you'd uh, you'd bring in cool music for us to listen to at the beginning of our episodes. But hey, we've got someone else joining all the way Yay! from Japan. Guacamole! Guacamole! What's up, guys? Half a day, as we say here on the island. Have a day, bravo! club. It's fucking Where's steel drums, there, dude. I don't know, but I'm coming in with Kyle energy. That's it's called Axel energy. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Axel from Beverly Hills Cop or Axel from Guns N' Roses? Guns same thing. Roses. It comes from the same same place. Or Axel Grease. No, definitely not that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Having on, Travis, man. I haven't talked Good. to you in a long time. I, I know. It. In, no longer in Japan. Yeah, yeah. I just about a month here. I just got my stuff last night. So, Jay, do I sound less echoey than we, when we podcast? Yeah, yeah, you do. Okay. You sound less okay. echoey, but you're pretty loud, actually. Okay, let me turn me down because I'm setting this stuff up. Yeah, no worries. I like the stash. He's yeah. just a white van now. <laughs> hey, kid, I got an Xbox. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, great. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you, you, I, I'm always jealous of you. I don't know that I've ever asked you what mic you have, but you always sound really good. Uh, this like, is just a road mic. I actually, it, it's a dual function because I usually use it for my stage stuff, like it's a boom mic. Uh, okay. But it's so light and so small, I just put it on a, a claw and That's what she uh, said. go with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said, nice. I want uh, uh, <laughs> just up, just up front. I did not watch this movie. That's okay. 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 I didn't watch it either. I figured he wouldn't. <laughs> See, and I'm I'm actually capable of doing a spoiler-free review. Lance is not. So, so when, I, when we get to it, we can actually do spoiler-free. Because oh, that's fine. Good. I you could spoil it. The movie but, doesn't come out in Guam for another six months, so it's all right. <laughs> no, I did. I did try uh, to watch it. I'm not going to say how I tried to watch it, but I was unpacking a bunch of stuff. I'm like, well, I'll put it on, and I got 25 minutes into the movie before I realized that. It was Snake Eyes and not Shang-Chi, even though it was. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, as someone who grew up my whole life in Asia. Uh, but it was, I was like, oh, 25 minutes into it, they're like, nice job, Snake Eyes. So I was like, oh, this is the wrong movie. But it seems like it could have been the right movie. I don't know. Well, what did you think of the first 25 minutes of uh, Snake Eyes? So I thought that scene in the beginning of they had that like fight scene where he's in the cage fight. I'm like, is this, is this where the abomination comes in? <laughs> I'm like, I think the abomination is supposed to be in this scene. Uh, it's just a lot of a lot of uh, chains. and. <laughs> had choking. you watched Shang-Chi, you would have been right. Because uh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is cool. And then like, Snake Eyes was like, off. <laughs> I don't want to watch this G.I. Joe movie. I'm a yeah. grown-up. I'm going to watch Marvel. I'm a real man. I'm going to watch fucking <laughs> a Marvel movie. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm glad to have you, Travis. It's been a, it's been an interesting week, and uh, as you may have noticed, we don't have two of our usual suspects. Lance is uh, off to another state for, for a, a funeral, unfortunately, and uh, Matt, That's obviously, dead. Matt is dead. Uh, as in, Matt's in funeral. <laughs> it's Matt's funeral. <laughs> you know, Matt and I still haven't met in person, so I don't know if I'd be invited to his funeral. Wait, is this Matt's funeral or his wake? Because I need to know the appropriate decorum to use on the show. We're calling uh, whatever, it a celebration of life. Whatever you oh. feel more comfortable being irreverent in, it's that. Is is Matt Irish? No. no. Oh boy. Did you say irreverent or irreverent? Irreverent. Like, like maybe he could say a few words. Yeah, say whatever, whatever you want. Dearly <laughs> beloved, we are gathered here today to put into the ground one of the premier podcasters on the Nerd Network. I don't know why I sound like a Kennedy there. I, that's what I was going to say. He's oh, presenting over JFK's funeral. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he was a tiger, and we have to take down the tiger. Somebody get Marilyn out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Well, one thing I really wanted to do today is I wanted to have this wonderful segment where we talk about something really cool. What grinds Kyle's mother effing gears? That is what I want to start the show on, Kyle. Mother what grinds my gears? Yeah, man. Last time you were on, you spent we spent the last hour talking about what was grinding your mother effing gears. I heard I that wanna... show. I was I was listening to you guys while I was unpacking, so I made it to the end of the whole show. Uh, um, and it was good. I heard I heard some uh, car talk, which was really interesting. It was a new subject for <laughs> you guys. Uh, that was really fun to hang into, uh, and some good stuff like that. So I'm interested to see this running this running bit you got here. Come on, Kyle. I want. I just want to hear some updates. Did your coworker get his comeuppance? And mm. have you have you gotten in touch with the nosy neighbor and had a fist fight yet? He's like, I need some more alcohol before I talk about this. Sorry, my lighting is horrible. Oh, let me get this. <laughs> Matt so, got his stumbling. John I says Matt got his wiener looked at by more people today than Kyle ever has had. <laughs> is it a hernia or a hemorrhoid? <laughs> he got a penis enlargement. Oh, those are pricey. <laughs> he thinks it was worth it. We'll ask Aaron. He just wanted to look like you know Wahlberg at the end of fucking. This is Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if you didn't have to do a penis enlargement, but you had to do a penis replacement, which Marvel actor would you want your penis replaced with? The Hulk. Which you Marvel know, it's actor. actor, not character, Kyle. <laughs> Just because you got a green screen doesn't mean you have to have a green thing. Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Well, Chris Hemsworth. I don't know. All those roids might have curled it up. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Everyone's always talking about how he's a god and he's so beautiful. I need a beautiful penis. You know? Mm. It's a mm. beautiful penis. Kyle, I think you're more <laughs> Mom, a Mom, if you're listening, please tune out. <laughs> I would go with Daddy Jr. because that thing's that penis has been in a lot of places, so I'm sure. It yeah, rocks. it's got a lot of road miles. Mm. Oh, we're switching penises. Mm. I thought we were like representing a personality into our penis. No. Oh, oh was... I do like that. Mm. I do like. I like your question better, Max. <laughs> um, that's, why, that's why I chose Hemsworth. I think I do Doctor Strange, uh, Cumberbatch, because I feel like it'd be polite, you know, at first. He'd be like, "Hello, is how's it going there? Can I get in there?" Just make a little room, make a little room coming through, coming through. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's a really good question. I had to think about that. Mm. Don't think Maybe, too hard. Jay, you're taking this too seriously. Easy. <laughs> What's no, no, that? We're not doing characters. Never mind. Well, Hawkeye could be good, though. Then, it, then, then our wives wouldn't have to complain when we miss the toilet. We'd never miss. I mean, that's true. G spot. <laughs> Every time. Oh, there we go. Every See, there time. you took it way better. Probably Winter Soldier. I'd go Winter, but not Bucky. I'm not about when he's Winter Soldier, but he's still like, you know, like silent and like to the point. Like, you know, like, like Kill Bill Buck. My name is Buck. I like to beep. I don't know what the rules are in cursing on this, but I'm assuming since they're having a penis conversation, we've you're good. Relaxed the okay. We got yeah, good. You're, good. you're on the absolute geek podcast. Okay. Sorry, I took it to a dark place very quickly. <laughs> Back to what grinds Kyle's gears. What we got. Oh, I was gonna go back. I would be. I think I'd be Sam P because you know black guys are well endowed, so that's where I'd go. Oh, I thought it was like uh, Samwise Ganji. 
Right. We can do this. <laughs> we can do this together, Kyle. Don't be scared. I'll be with you the whole way. Wait, second breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. <laughs> okay, the update. So we reviewed the cameras. Did we review the cameras? We had just reviewed the cameras when I came on. Yes. So that Monday I went to um, I went to work stewing on it, dude. I was still pissed when I got there on Monday. He shows up. I'm just sitting there and he sits in front of me. I sit in a I have an off I have my office that's got like a glass door and then you know like a glass wall in front. And he sits in front of his back to me, dude. I was fucking. Can we put a pause? Can we remove the graphic? I want to see. I want to see Kyle Vick <laughs> when he tells the story. Sorry. There we go. Sorry. That that picture is from MesaCon when we did a panel, and I went to uh, Taco Bell. We bought a bunch of tacos, and we were trying to lure people into our um, <laughs> into our um, into the panel van? in our, our panel. <laughs> into the van, yes, but we we're trying to lure people into our panel with tacos. It's a good because idea. It, it was like the yeah. after dark, and there was like 19 people there. So we're like, hey, you want tacos? But so I went there and I'm sitting there and I'm staring at this motherfucker, man, and I'm fucking trying to fucking choke him like Dark Vader, you know. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, man, and finally I'm stewing on it. I'm so pissed, I'm like barely working because I'm so fucking pissed. And I finally went, hey, man, I fucking, we looked at the cameras, dude, and it was you. He's like, wasn't me. Fuck. I was like, dude, we looked at the cameras and we saw you. <laughs> not going to argue with you about it. Just tell me how much it's going to cost. Oh, perfect. So that, that is good news that he's yeah. going to at yeah. least not admit it, but he's going to give you the, the cash you for it. Do you know the story to this, Jay? I just realized. Uh -huh. Yeah, I heard oh, it. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Don't let him PayPal you or Venmo you because I think you can cancel that, right? I mean, get that check. Old school. Know. Money order. Yeah, yeah. money order. Cashier's check, money Certified. order. Certified. I don't. I just want cold, hard fucking cash. <laughs> oh, man. That's such a pain in the ass. What you if can only take out so much amount. Yeah. <laughs> just. I don't know, just a small lunch bag with cocaine in it would be fine. <laughs> there you go. No, but uh, so I went, I was like, all right. And so I was still pissed. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Because he was, then he went and talked to me. He stopped talking to me. He's all pissed at me. He's all fucking pissy with me. And uh, so I went and got my first, I went and got a quote. I went, I had my bumper replaced at this auto body shop down the street for my work. Because fucking some asshole backed into me, and of course he wouldn't fucking pay for it either. So I went and got a quote, looked over it. Like we looked, remember it's like eleven scratches. Just a lot. Guess yeah. how much? Guess how much they quoted me to fix it? I'm guessing like upwards of a thousand bucks. Yeah. Twenty-seven thirty. Oh. oh my gosh! I, they, I was. They said way they have wrong. to. Re, they said they have to repaint half my car. Wow. So that it blends. It's all about the blending. You gotta fucking blend it. It's gotta blend. Is this? Hey, wait, I I couldn't <laughs> tell last week because of the the Volkswagen. Do you have like two Volkswagens? Because like, I know you have the one you're working on, the project car. Is I that got a 1970 the one? Volkswagen and I got a 2018 Volkswagen. This is the 2018. Yes. Was it in need of a paint job, anyways? No. Oh. Mm. No. 
No. It would, it if was, you get the paint job, since you got to paint the whole car, are you going to change the color of the car? No, I love the color. It's black with this, like, you know how I call it glitter paint? Because it's got, like, blue and purple and white flakes in it. Well, okay. Oh. So you did you buy it, it like that? Or did yeah. That wow. Yeah, yeah we, we were looking at pictures last week on the show. It's It's got a cool look to it. It's a nice car. He's like, I don't need the rust proofing, but I do need that glitter paint. Fuck yeah, the glitter paint's badass. So I was like, shit, man. This dude's got a fucking shit when I say it's $2,700 to get it fixed. Yeah, you almost don't want to, even though he's been a jerk. But No, I don't. I didn't want to, man. Um, And I was like, fuck, man. And I know I was told not to, but they came in the mail. I actually bought my own touch-up shit. <laughs> And then I got another quote for sixteen hundred. Also, keep in mind, Kyle, that if you tell him this and it gets hairy, it could go to litigation. And anything you say on this podcast could be used uh, ah. <laughs> in litigation. Oh, this show will always be why I can never run for office. <laughs> yeah, many incriminations. Yes, <laughs> and your honestly, your charges. and honestly, your own personal politics. Yes, that too. <laughs> so, I, and the problem is, is I was like, well, we could use your insurance, but his deductible is a thousand bucks. Okay. It's still better than charge, charge, charge him a grand to cover your insurance uh, deductible and call it a day. <laughs> Don't you're not putting those on your car. He's he's that's for a different car. He's not putting that on his car and gonna pocket the money. <laughs> he's not gonna put it on his car, fuck up his car more and have it cost more. That is just for an art project he's working on. Yep, I'm gonna go tag a bus stop. <laughs> Kyle, you're not doing yourself any favors here, buddy. Kyle's like pre-recording court proceedings, and Kyle's like, Yeah, oh, man, fuck. I'm just gonna vandalize are we property. Live? <laughs> It's it's shitty, man, because he actually has, dude. He, he, his motorcycle is a Thundercats motorcycle. There's Thundercats painted all over it. That's pretty cool. It is cool, and he didn't even know who Thundercats is. Were. It he doesn't know who Thundercats are, and he has that stinging well, motorcycle. He's, he, he's young, right? He said he was young last week, like uh, twelve. Yeah, twelve. He just turned thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Thundercats no are back in a big way. Thundercats Mom and dad will pay for it. You're good. No, he got he, the owner of our company actually gave him the bike. That's what I was trying to figure out. So it sounds like there's a little nepotism going on here in this company. <laughs> like, just like, is it, is it a mom and pop? Is that what they use for like sales bonuses where it's like, uh, you get a toaster oven this week, you get my bike? Are they just like, instead of selling shit, just giving it away as door prizes? No, at, he, for, he was just, it, he had it, we had it downstairs. In our bottom floor of our office, but then it got rented out by another company, so he had to get rid of the bike, and they couldn't do anything with it. So they he just said, "Fuck it, just take it, get it out of there." Hmm. So they fucking wow. Gave but then they so rich me. That you could just give vehicles away, and then they Must be nice. And then they asked me to sell. I think I told this story too, but then they asked me to sell a server rack, an empty one, and I sell it, and he calls me because. He thinks I'm robbing the place. <laughs> and the dude, so I had these, I sold it, right? I had these two dudes pull around. I met him down at my work. I was like, pull around and fucking, um, you know, come out back. And it, it's right back here, you know. And we have, there's the garage 
there's two garages back there lifting up. So go ahead and grab it. The cleaners are there and they walk by. They look at me and I've seen them before. I'm like, what's up, man? As these dudes are lifting this old server rack of, you know, and strapping it down. And fucking they gave me the money. I fucking go the owner of my company calls me and he goes, Are you at the office? What are you doing? Why are you there with the guys in a truck? What are you taking? I'm taking. The fuck do you mean? What am I taking? I ain't fucking taking shit. <laughs> fuck what I still don't bust it up server rack for. <laughs> the There's better shit to take. Fucking Sounds like you were taking a little shit from your boss, buddy. It's okay. Uh, it's a good place. And the, the, and the other is, way, yeah. yeah. Second this... place is the first loser. Well, just like yeah. today, I show up at work and I'm like, Hey, everybody's computers are gone. What the fuck? Oh, oh. it's the Friday before Labor Day. I didn't get the memo that everybody's working from home today. <laughs> mm. uh... You motherfuckers. Yeah. That sounds like a party. I mean, it was quiet. I feel like we've all worked from home enough. No more days off. Let's double it. Double overtime. That's the bestest thing ever. I love working from home. It is the best, man. Dude, you got home bowl, man. You just walk to your own toilet, pooping it. Oh my god! I mean, that's part of it, I guess. That's not. That's not the main appeal to me, but that is nice. I actually prefer a work toilet. I mean, I get to do all the mess, but none of the cleanup. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But for me, I like the fact that I get to sleep more. Because I still log mm. in at the same time I would have, but I just sleep an extra hour. So I don't have to get ready. I don't have to look nice. I just roll out of bed and go to work. I love it. I've gotten like really into uh, playing Destiny again, and I've stayed up until 1 a.m. freaking every morning lately. But hey, I wake up at 7.30. Six hours of sleep is enough for me, and I just get, get to work. Your mom says, if I work from home, I don't think I'd ever wear pants again. You know, I Oh, my God. I wore basketball don't... shorts for almost a year. Yeah, dude, I wear the I wear same shorts. ones too, huh? Dude, they were <laughs> stiff, man. I had to wash them twice. It's weird. It wasn't even a team. It was just the video game NBA Jams basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I'll tell you. Sometimes I don't even shower until like two o'clock in the afternoon because I'm just like, oh crap, I haven't I haven't showered yet today. And then I, you know, I'm working in my underwear or whatever. It's just funny pooping in your own toilet like a like a big boy. Poop well, my real Wiping my own shirt anyway already. <laughs> I was gonna say prove it, but I don't want that proven. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that that's a good that's a good call back to some American politics of late. <laughs> uh, that's what's grinding my fucking gears right now. Oh, politics? Well, we'll have to do a oh, uh, yeah. special episode yeah, about that. Week. I don't know. <laughs> Matt's in the head. Let's really take this fucking show off the rails. <laughs> Since he's dead and all. <laughs> I was just about to move on to something else, but proceed, Kyle. Go Don't ahead. do that to Max. Like he's trying to hold his show together. He's got three wild cards on I'm here. Trying, oh, dude, dude, I'm no trying to reduce the show length of last week. By <laughs> no one's seen the movie we're going to talk about. He's just like, this is... Alright, so then we're going to move on. We are going to talk about something else how about that afghanistan no we're going to talk about dc fandom i don't know if you guys watched it last year i loved dc fandom last year they've confirmed they're doing it again which isn't a surprise i think we knew that but they finally came out and told us the date october 16th of of this year they're going to be talking about shazam there's going to be more uh, information on the batman 
what, what kind of stuff do you guys want to see out of DC fandom? Flash. Flash. So like Flash. stuff in the Flash Bats. movie? Titans, Batman. I, I, do you think we're going to get another full trailer? I can't remember if they already confirmed that they're doing that, but I think we'll get another full trailer. I would hope so. It's been a while. And that last one was pretty much a teaser because I think he said like he had only shot, like they were only 40% of the way through shooting or something <clears> like that <throat> last year. So uh, now at this point, do, they should be Do you want to see any more of that Batman movie than what they've given us? Isn't it just the right to. amount? Isn't it just the right amount? Like, I mean, would you... Are we at the, I'm, I think I'm going to actively avoid, not like uh, people, it's not like this new thing, uh, actively avoiding trailers type thing, but for that movie in particular, because, you know, it's like, oh, what storyline is it? Mm. Um, it's got some uh, long Halloween vibes, but they just released the animated series, so are they really going that direction? It's got this. It's just kind of like, ooh, I kind of want to be surprised. If, it, if they had done three with the director, three with the actors, then I might watch it to see like, oh, what are the, what are some of the things? But as a brand new movie in a, a restart a reboot or whatever it is that they're calling it of this i like to go into new properties fresh if it's a sequel or like the third or fourth or fifth like i can watch a fast and furious tra trailer and i'm like all right this ain't this ain't gonna give away anything this thing this isn't gonna set my expectations it is what it is at this point but i feel like a new property i like to come in with that new property smell and some glitter paint mm. Glitter paint's the best. I can understand that because, like, <laughs> so, like, um, Shang-Chi is a good example of that. We're going to talk about it later, but I didn't know. No, I, I didn't know. Shang. That's actually a joke in the movie. Name is Shang. Rhymes with Dong. Yeah, yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> but, like, I didn't know a lot about the character, and I didn't, I didn't go out of my way to watch a lot of, like, promo materials, and I, that made it more enjoyable for me. There's only yeah. one thing I wish they wouldn't have said before the movie came out. They confirmed like a week before that Trevor Slattery from Iron Man 3 was going to be in the movie. And I kind of mm. wish they wouldn't have said anything because he was my favorite part. That's I, I didn't hear that, I didn't hear that until you said it. See, so that's why I don't want... Like, fandom is great, yeah. but I don't know if it's something that I'm going to pursue. I mean, some of the stuff they're going to talk about, it's kind of like here or there for me. But for like the stuff like the Batman movie that's coming out that I'm excited about... I don't want to hear who speculated on there. I don't want to see someone in the trailer. But for other stuff that I'm kind of middle ground on, then they might be able to sell me. I'm like, oh, this does sound interesting. Or like, oh, I haven't seen that show. Let me watch that. Or you're taking a different direction. Yeah. I, I really know, I, hope they kill the Waynes in the beginning of it. <laughs> I don't all, need to see the Waynes. All the Waynes are just all like... No. Damon, all of them. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Keenan and Even okay. Marlin? Okay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> which one, which one was which one was Blank Man? Remember that old gem? Okay. Yeah. Not to be confused Look, with me not to be confused with Meteor Man, and also a similar movie that came around at that time. God, it made some good superhero movies in there, 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then Travis, you're not as interested in seeing more about the Batman. That's fair. I yeah. definitely want to see more. What about Black Adam? We haven't seen anything about that. Would you want to see like the first? Yeah, because I'm not I'm not intrigued naturally by Black Adam as uh, uh, a, a a property or seeing it on the screen. So it would be nice to see something like that and be like, all right, sell me on this. Uh, so yeah, the stuff uh, that like I'm just naturally gravitating to that's new. I don't want to see. But some other stuff that is, I'm like, ah, I don't think I'll watch that. I would like, it'd be nice to 
for them to give me the, uh, all right, here's why you want to tune in for this. Sure. If that makes I'm any in, sense. I'm intrigued on, with Black Adam just purely for The Rock. I will, I will, I'm, I'm a straight up simp for The Rock. I hope they man. do a standalone crypto movie. <laughs> no, thank you. That sounds like Benji awful. crypto crossover. <laughs> the crypto movie. <laughs> Black Adam's in the Justice League right now. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. In the comics. That is cool. I heard that crypto movie, they put all their money into GameStop. Sorry, I've been moving for like 24 hours. I'm... You're good. Jay, what are you interested in with DC Fandom? Or are you not interested? Oh, I, I'm very interested. I, I'm not really into like the TV shows much. But man, I'd I'd be interested in like the uh, Aquaman, the new Aquaman stuff, the new Batman, um, Flash, uh, man, all of it, man. I take it all. Sounds good. So pretty much anything you're down. Black for. except maybe I don't know Shazam. I kind of don't care that much about. Oh man, um, it was so good. I care more about Shazam than I do Black Adam. Me too. Do you? Uh, it's just because Black Adam's new. I wanted to see you know newness, freshness, but I, I part of. Part of my interest in Black Adam, honestly, is I loved Zachary Levi's Shazam movie so much that I want to see them build up towards Black Adam and Shazam going up against each other. And it's going to be kind of a cool idea that they're going to have a Shazam or a Black Adam movie before we get him as a villain. But here's my concern. Because The Rock doesn't usually play villains. He'll play anti-heroes, but he's usually a hero. And I've even heard the man has things in his contracts for how many hits he's allowed to take, how many hits he has to give in return, and like that he has to like win his fights and stuff. So is he willing to be a villain and actually lose? You know what I mean? Because I'd Maybe they'll just agree to win. To disagree at the end. <laughs> hit this face 93 times. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've honestly heard that like him, Vin Diesel, and others like they have, they need to look macho and strong and stuff, and so they have it in their contracts that like the choreography has to be done in a certain way to where they can't get beat too badly without returning punches. It's just, it's just funny. I wish I had that in my job. I'll work here, but I gotta look like one macho motherfucker before I do. <laughs> it's gonna be in all my stipulations now. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, Jay, I think you could get really jacked with your body type. You you start hitting those weights. I, so I met uh, I had never met uh, Jay in person, even though we, we do this podcast together. And I saw him a summer. I'm like, dang, he's tall. And then I also hung out with Lance and Corbin that day. I looked like the shrimpiest person in the entire world. <laughs> we went to like this toy convention. I looked like their child that they took to like calm down and buy them toys. That's how small I was compared to these people. Did you have to pay less because you looked so young? Yeah. I was exactly. honestly surprised, He's Travis. They took me out to lunch, out. but they bought me the kids' meal. I <laughs> ate nuggets with ketchup. You you have a young face, my friend. I, I remember <laughs> finding out that you're actually older than me. I don't think by much. I think you're like two years older than me. Yeah. But I was like, what? You're older than me? I why do you think, why do you think I have to grow this shitty facial hair? <laughs> I'm also jealous <laughs> of your head hair. I mean, well, look at this crap. It's starting what to go, head? man. The back, like it just, I have to throw the back around there. I don't want to talk about it. It makes me depressed. <laughs> is, there any, is, there, is there anything is there any news Travis's gears. is there any news about my hairline <laughs> in dc fandom <laughs> is this like about my dome or is this about dc's dome I mean, what are we talking about here you could find news at the presentation so exciting that your hair grows back question over here oh. uh how's this situation going back here is this like something i can fix with like keeps 
or is uh, that just a myth? I <laughs> try to be that stuff. I've I've mentioned before that I've been balding since the eighth grade, and I seriously considered in the eighth grade using Rogaine because that was the thing back then. Yeah, and, and, and Jedi you're... Matt, if you're listening, help. Are we that bad, Jedi? Come on. <laughs> what did Jedi and it... say? He says, "If we're, if Matt, if you're listening, help." Block him. Oh wait, him, hold on. I'm the fucking admin in that thing. Hold on, I'm gonna block him. Real quick. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, Titans. Gonna... Actually, you want to say something? Yeah. Go ahead. A coworker of mine. He was taking a selfie from up here. He took the okay. picture and he just realized that he's balding oh. right here in the back. He never knew it because he only sees um, the front. <laughs> and he always keeps his yep, head shaved so he doesn't really my, know. I rely on my wife to tell me that I'm starting to bald in the back of my head. And so it's getting to the point where if that's happening, it's just time to, yeah. to bake no, this. That's why, that's why I don't go to the gyms. There's too many mirrors. Like you see weird angles. You're like, what is that? <laughs> just yeah, that's why I don't go to the gym either. Just... Yeah. You told me that in a long letter one time, Jay. It was <laughs> touching. Yeah, that and the gym's right next to the McDonald's, and I usually just stop at McDonald's and just make <laughs> gym. You know, you're at least I cry and eat everything. Big Macs. <laughs> you take them in and just eat them on the treadmill. <laughs> the problem is, Jay, you're carb loading, but then you're not working out. Is the problem? I think you're right. That's the one problem. You got, you got the carb loading down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that part. Yeah, which is bad. <laughs> So I want to talk about Titan season three. And Just I don't because of that Jedi, this show is going to be about 46 minutes now because of that comment. <laughs> I don't know which comment. Oh, the, the asking for help from Matt. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You know, you don't have to read all those comments on air. <laughs> we got to be doing an amazing show. If you just don't. Do it. <laughs> I like to interact with our audience. Plus something's a, he's a regular. I know hey, he's look, messing around with us. A, look, there's a comment. That says, this is so much better <laughs> without Matt. Oh, and oh, Matt. That's oh. Comment. Look at that. oh, look at it. It's got so many misspelling errors in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, Sticks man. Boy, how's it going? When's your next whatnot so we can get some Spider-Man comics? So you guys have been talking about this Titan show and I had to watch the first three episodes of the first season. And then I was like, you know what? I, it's not bad, but it's not for me, but you guys have been talking about it so much lately that it's, has it really jumped in its, you know, ability to like engage people? Has it, has it changed that much in tone and characters or storylines or, or is it just, has it just laid the groundwork and now we're finally starting to see things pay off? Season one, you had to get through. It wasn't bad. Season two was good. Season three is fucking DC's version of fucking um, Breaking Bad. So it's fucking awesome. Okay. Wow. Well, that's always yeah. tough. For, that's always tough, right? When when someone's like, hey, you should watch this show. The first two seasons aren't bad, but the seventh season is amazing. That's uh, everybody well, was with... Uh, uh, when I was, everybody was trying to get me into Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. and I, I was like watching the first season. I was like, "This is fucking terrible!" Oh no, no, no! 
you got to skip the second season and get into the third season. But do you have really? Why should you? Why should you have to power through shit? You know, you shouldn't have to do that. Mm-mm. I agree. Right. It's why it's why I haven't watched Supernatural because Lance like talks about how great it is. And I know you love it too, Kyle, but he's admitted to me. He's like, yeah, the first few seasons aren't very good. And then it gets great. And I'm like, so yeah, you want yeah. me to watch 60 episodes before it gets good? Yeah, I, thought, <laughs> I don't want to do that. It. You could tell the first five seasons were very thoroughly planned because they were like the first five seasons of Supernatural. That's all it was supposed to be was five seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was very, and what I liked about it was they, at the beginning, they didn't have this running background storyline. Everything was just, it was just a different monster that they had to fight. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to distract with that question. Cause I, I don't want to take you guys off topic here, but I was just wondering about that. Is the season three in this so strong that anyone who is middling towards the show who just kind of maybe dip their toes into it should continue watching it just to get to the season. Yes. Okay. I think so. Especially because these seasons aren't nearly as long as like network television. You're looking 10 episodes. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's a good point. Or maybe half an hour. I forget. They're an hour. Like they're an hour. Yeah. They're an hour. And I, I loved season one, but people tell me I'm a DC show and they're right. I just, I just so, love all DC stuff. But season two, most people I've talked to loved it. So it really mm-hmm. might only be just season one that you have to get through. And even then, I mean, if you started in season three, you as a DC fan, there wouldn't really be much that you'd be missing because you already understand where these characters are. You understand like from the comics, their backstories. Not necessarily saying you should skip to season three, but I really don't think you'd be that lost if you did. What's wow. heightened? What's heightened in this season that that we didn't see before? Like as far as like what makes it so good? Do you think? So they're doing the Red Hood storyline. That's okay. what's been so interesting. And again, if you just follow DC Comics, you, you wouldn't have had to watch the first two seasons to necessarily understand. Jason Todd is here. You got Joker who kills him. He gets resurrected. Comes back as Red Hood. Like that's the storyline. Now, excuse me. They're changing it from the comics a bit. They're taking some liberties, which are fun. Such as like Scarecrow is way Which more involved think, than he ever I was. Think all shows should do that. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep meat and potatoes of, of certain things that keeps us comic guys satisfied. You know what I mean? Like, but create something fun about it that makes it so that someone who doesn't know can still enjoy it as well. Like a buddy of mine. I was like, dude, season three Titans, fucking bad, dude. He's like, I haven't really watched this. So just binge it out, man. You'll like it. By the time you get to season three, you're gonna come back to me and you're gonna be like, fuck yeah, Kyle, you were right. And so he like, he that's what he did. He came back to me. He's like, I finally got to season three. The show is fucking fire. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, because okay. I was with Travis. I saw the first season, and after the first season, I really wasn't compelled to come back the but first season is really awesome. dark and it's like snydery dc and people didn't like that well it's it walks this the first season to me and i only watched like three episodes um was it felt like dark but then the acting felt cw mm-hmm. so it was this weird like didn't those two flavors didn't work well together it was like trying to be edgy but the actors didn't seem to 
put any of that edge in their performance. It was shot really well. I mean, they put a lot of money into it. It looked really great in the can, uh, but at the same time, it felt like kind of Dawson's Creek CW-ish as far as how they were interacting. Not like a bad way. I mean, that's those yeah. things are easy to well, consume, no, but the, right the, 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 the aesthetic looked like, the aesthetic, the aesthetic made it look like there was more depth to it than I felt in the performances. So I agree to an extent, and it's not surprising because Greg Berlanti, the one who does Arrow and Flash and like pretty much all the CW shows, he's the showrunner on this as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not surprising that there's a similar vibe. But So he couldn't shake off. It took him a little while to shake off that CW vibe. I think so. But I don't know. if you, Have you gotten to Hank and Dove yet? Because I feel like they no. really... Okay. Yeah, I think I they got really shake. Point. You did. They're in season one. Uh -huh. Their their episodes are always my favorite. There's so much. I kind of got lost with Beast Boy. Beast Boy's not very good, especially <laughs> in season one. I mm. I didn't like him in season one at all. And I think he has a, he has a whole episode dedicated to himself, and it was not. It wasn't very entertaining. And there's a Doom Patrol episode. I think it's the fourth episode. It's awful. I, I really hate it. I love Doom Patrol, but the the Doom Patrol episode of Titans was pretty bad. But anyway, um, the Hank and Dove stuff I think is great. And they do a very good job acting. They do add some more depth to their performances. They actually haven't been in the last couple episodes of uh, Titans. Like Dove hasn't been in it. And it's a little bit of a bummer because I enjoy her. But it's still, I don't know. I just really liked this episode. Didn't, didn't you, Kyle? Yes, I did. I w At first I was like, oh, but once, once they got, once it got rolling... And it was finally done. It, it's actually a great episode. They introduce a great character. Do we know this character? We Would I know this character? Oh, wait, don't tell us what it is. Like, no, give us some riddles. Give us some riddles. But make it in riddle okay, rhyming okay, form. Okay. Make it in riddle rhyming form, please. <laughs> I, and iambic pentameter, if possible. I'll <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'll start it like this. Have you okay? This is one shit. She is a girl with such a sword. She is an assassin. Okay, a little sore. Okay, so is this okay? Are we like she? Her first appearance here. Okay. Is there a, a ghoul? Would you say she's ghoulish? I'll say that. Have you ever read the Nightwing runs? Have you, Jay? No. <laughs> okay, her first appearance is Nightwing number four. Okay. Speculators like, oh no, it's so expensive. <laughs> that's her first. That's her first appearance in DC Comics. Is Nightwing number four, January of ninety-seven. Does it start with an H? It does not. Oh, would this be a character? If you is this the, her only appearance has been in Nightwing, or is she? more known wildly throughout the DC universe. She is not she, known wildly. She okay. is a, she is I'm a out. Nightwing. <laughs> she's a Nightwing villain. Yes. So, and the reason I'm saying this, Travis, is because I'm not as much of a comic book reader. I had mm -hmm. never heard of this character. Who's the, who's Darkwing Duck's little duck niece? You know, the one who helps her out, him out and all the adventures. That, that's that's my a, guess. That's, that's her. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You nailed it. It's like Sandy or like Plata puts or something like that. <laughs> That's it. That's her. Nailed it. Her name starts with blank and the tramp. 
Jay, that's one more hint for you. Oh, Lady Deathstroke, Lady Death, Lady Midnight, Lady. Hey, Lady. Okay, you're right with Lady. <laughs> okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I can't think so of it right now. It's Lady Vic. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of her. So she's probably one of the strongest assassins, probably assassins, in assassins. women assassins in the DC universe. <laughs> huh. And she I thought she was cool. I'd never heard of her, but I thought she was portrayed well here. Hmm. She has a really cool fight with Barbara Gordon that I thought was pretty oh. awesome. Because Barbara she... is paralyzed in this in this iteration of the show so, already. And Dick freaking says, Barbara's fighting her in his wheelchair. It was bad, A. It was really cool. Yeah. So she talks like Jane Seymour, but she fights like Bruce Lee. That's what Nightwing says about her. Oh. Is she affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan? She is. Okay. She's in the 14th chamber. Who's it? <laughs> huh. Interesting. Cool. For, for all you out there, if you... Get your Nightwing issue fours out, I guess. And she was introduced in this last episode, this week's episode, or yes. before that, this season. Okay, cool. Yeah. So anyway, it was a really, it was a really good episode. Um, I personally really enjoyed it. Now I don't know who put this in our. Do you, um, do you know how like uh, you guys ever seen uh, Meet the Parents? Of course you have, right? Uh, when he's like, he's like, I got this flower. It's supposed to bloom once a year, like in six months. <laughs> De Niro's like, oh, we'll look forward to that, Greg. I feel like three seasons behind <laughs> the show. They're like, oh, and you get this Lady Vic. I'm like, well, we'll look forward to that, Kyle. <laughs> I would say you're not waiting three seasons for this episode. It okay. was fine. It was not the highlight. No. But it was still enjoyable. She's just a badass. And I had never seen the technique that they used in the episode. Me and Bruce used to do this. Oh, that auditory stuff? That was and, cool. Yeah, where he was listening to it. He's like, she's 12 feet away from him. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I was like, he was listening to you. like recording in the room. And <laughs> I can tell you. that they're this tall and they were this far away and they use this kind of stroking. And you know what? It's mm. ridiculous, but it's so bad. Stroking. <laughs> Not that kind of stroking, but yes. Stroke it. I thought that was great. Cool. <laughs> stroke it. You know that song, Kyle? There's a, there's a great old blues guy who used to do a song called Stroke. It's really good. I'll put it in the comments. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> Please do. So I want to know who put in our class notes a link about uh, Professor Xavier being in Doctor Strange. Is that one not. of you guys? No. No. It must have, must have been Matt or Lance then. Okay. Well, then this is not going to be a very long conversation. I, I added it to our slides. I read I the article. You, I thought one of you guys did. Mm -mm. I don't. I don't believe this. I don't think this is going to be one step closer to Marvel X-Men. Oh man. Uh, you know what? I would say I never thought about this combination before. I'm sure it exists in comics and maybe I'm overthinking it, but that is a conversation that I would love to hear. Like Xavier and strange having oh, yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I would too. I mean, I guess if they brought in like James McAvoy or if they could get, um, you know, Patrick Stewart to do it again, even though he said he's done with, Professor X, like it could be cool from a multiverse standpoint. I just don't think they're going to be re like introducing the new Xavier in Doctor Strange. I don't like think a whole new actor, yet. like a whole new actor in this? that, no. or even just or even right, just going forward version. It's going to be Lance. Well, Lance. even if, if, if they did McAvoy, which is like one of the few bright spots in that newer X Men franchise, 
McAvoy and Cumberbatch sharing the screen time, having some sort of weird multi-dimensional conversation about reality and how it works and uh, responsibility to that. Watch that for 90 it'd be, minutes. It'd be a very, it'd be a very tweety conversation, you know, because they're like both like British actors playing Americans. Uh, so you, you, you'd have that. I don't know. It feels very bookish. It feels very uh, uh, like studious to me. I, I'd, I'd watch that. I think mm -hmm. it'd be cool too. It's an interesting combination. I just don't know that I believe it's going to happen. They, throw, they should throw Reed Richards in there too. For a second, mm -hmm. I thought you were speaking with a Russian accent, Jay, and I was yeah. like, "What are you?" Yeah, doing? I know that's what I, was, I thought. Reed Richardsky. He's 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 <laughs> auditioning for. Richardsky. He's auditioning. <laughs> he's auditioning for a role in that scene. Like he wants to come in and be like, uh, "More tea, gentlemen." <laughs> Would you like some more time? <laughs> we done, no, no. you assholes. You, you gotta do it as a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would you like some more tea? Anyone more tea? <laughs> Who are you? I'm Cyclops. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> isn't he like Russian? No, in my Gambit. version, he's, he's, he's from New England. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these steel guns. <laughs> you like me to push your wheelchair? <laughs> Mon ami. <laughs> I love it, Travis. Now you should do the whole show like that. <laughs> As a Kennedy. <laughs> I don't want this to be used in litigation down the road. <laughs> Kyle has a lot of fun production ideas. He wants me to play the guitar while I'm speaking for the podcast. Mm. I heard that last week. He was demanding it. Dude, yeah. it would be awesome. At least do a and show recap. Like, Xavier. Well, I mean, at least at least write the theme song, you know, like give it a little riff. Oh, he's getting it. He's oh. getting guitar. Oh shit. I oh, like how he made it real pageantry by turning off his camera. I, I hope he even though the guitar is right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna enter with feedback and fog. Do you guys play instruments? Do any of you do besides uh, Max? Does anyone else play instruments? I put drums. Can we get like, can we get like a little band going on here? Oh, there we go. Let's do it. Let's do podcast. It. Right. No, let's write the theme song right now. Okay. Um, He's giving me a tenacious D vibe. Yeah, right. it's the bald and the beard. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm in D. No, I'm not. I'm not in D. I'm not gonna tell. play the guitar and do a podcast. <laughs> no, no, but, no, 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 I think give, no, it, no, give no. us a little bit. I think we can write this theme song like in two minutes. I'm um, not writing a theme song. I'm really bad at writing on the spot. I'll basically do the same three. That's why we're here to help you out. Kyle's a lyrical genius. Kyle Gas from the Tasty, G not this one. <laughs> Just do two. Just do G and C. <laughs> absolute geek. It's time for absolute geek. All oh, you losers! How about horrible geek. with the delay? How about all you losers and freaks? It's time for absolute geek. All right, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. All, right. all you losers and geeks, it's time it's for absolute geek. geek. It's all you losers and geeks. It's time, time to spread absolute geek. geek. There we go. If we can work in spread, if we can work in spread your butt cheeks. Uh, I think oh. you might be able to get both sides of the, uh, you know, the, the vibe here. It's absolute geek come inside. It's fun inside. 
<laughs> Spread your butt cheeks. It's, it's time fun for inside. Spread your cheeks. There you go. <laughs> Getting freaky in those comic books. Okay, we got it. We got it. You know what? It's time for absolute geek. Come in and spread your cheeks. <laughs> Best episode ever. Come on in. Come on in. You want a water, some tea? Spread your cheeks and let's get to business. We'll toss your salad and we'll have a good time. Everyone will, I don't know. No, we'll pour you some Cosby wine. Okay, go ahead, add that to it. We'll pour you some Cosby wine. <laughs> Now it's time. It's absolute geek time. Oh, I love how Max, uh, Max, I, from when you first started Couch Crunchers, you've really, you've really embraced <laughs> the absurdity of the the show. Okay, yeah, man. So, so we have it all written down now, right? You have everything. We oh, have. You have. We have recorded YouTube. on the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I might actually this week record something in audacity and just just for fun well i mean if you have if you're a musician and you have a podcast there's no reason you shouldn't have the the mess around the theme song noodle noodle yeah exactly yeah that's uh original content you know no one can uh, do that yeah well i'm 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 gonna just real quick show off my little guitar because lance actually built this bad boy for me for my birthday this year that's oh, how really did he whittle that's how it steve our romance is really well he bought he bought the shell so like he had the body already but he bought a new who new deck got new strings did i was did almost like, impressed yeah almost he did he, hey man he did pretty good he, he yeah the strings are made out of, of cat guts that's why lance had to get turtles because his cats went missing <laughs> it's actually kind of fun that uh the 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 brand of the guitar is an alvarez and that's actually um a name on his side of the family because it's time oh. for absolute geek come in and spread your cheeks <laughs> all you losers and freaks Get between the sheets come on my man then it gets like boom. we'll drink some cosby wine yeah i think we got to bring some prince wine and dine yeah. yeah yeah what did you say about 69? I said wine and dine in 69. Oh, it's a line from the office. The Kevin wine. says it. It's time to wine and dine. <laughs> We're gonna 69 because <laughs> it's absolute geek time. AGP. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta do like Bruce Prince. Two, three, four. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you, yeah. When I was born yeah. back in my hometown, we used to 69 and wine and dine all the time. <laughs> Two, Be three, four. Yeah. Be clear, it's <laughs> little Steven. Because <laughs> I'm out here on the dock. <laughs> it was hard in those cold Stroking days. on my cock. Everybody <laughs> was born in the USA. <laughs> 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 Whose idea was this? I don't know. It got us off the rails. That's uh, for sure. One of those two. Well, that's where awesome. that's where the good times come, right? An impromptu jam music. session. We came Ooh. up with a song. I gotta Travis go take a. I gotta go. I gotta go take a shang pee. I'll be right back. Oh, I thought he was gonna say you had to go take a shit. That's what it sounds. What happens when he gets too excited? When his creative juices just flow? When he gets pee it out. Well, I have to pee too, but I'm hosting the show. I can't go anywhere. 
I'm the only official Absolute Geek podcast member on the show tonight. Yeah, she doesn't are. feel that way because Kyle's been on three weeks in a row now, but I know he's technically a modern comic. I see guy. him. I see him seeping in though. He's gonna oh, yeah. seep in permanently. Kyle's uh, Matt's building up a contract. We'll get him. <laughs> you know what's in my contract? I gotta look good the whole time. <laughs> no one can make fun of you more than seven times. And I always I... have to win every argument. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like I'm that. I'm out. <laughs> That's it. It's called the Speroni Clause. Absolute geek. So are are any of you guys Ghostbuster fans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, that only just a little bit. Only I, I like the ones, but honestly, dude, that new one, it's got me a little skeptical. Does it? Does the fact that it's being delayed another week help? Well, no, the only thing that has me delete, it's got a lot of kitty. It's got a little kitty action. Going. Stranger and Things I don't, meets Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's a little see, bit. dude, I'm not a big weird. fan. Like the band the, kitty? No, <laughs> no, like the little kids. I'm not a big, like, little kids save the day movie fan, you know? Because everybody knows that's, that's all horse shit. Little kids. The fucking Goonies the did it. The Goonies. I've you, but, yeah. I've heard yeah. you make this point before, and I, I do agree with you, Jay. You're right. Kids but, aren't the ones going to be saving the day. Yeah, kids like, are stupid. They can never save the day. They're dumb. Yeah, yeah I can't fucking can't even save their own fucking grades, much less the <laughs> universe or whatever. But if it's got if it's got a little less than that, then I'm I'm on board. And if it's got the original guy like Croyd and Bill Murray and stuff, then that'd be cool too. Yeah, should but, be. I mean, well, I'm Travis, see you're it for sure. Travis, you're a little. Uh, you're 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 an '80s kid. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, oh, you're a little cute pie. I'm like, oh, thanks. Not <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> what, are, what, what are, are you excited about the new Ghostbusters? We're talking I am. about the fact that it's delayed. but I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the Ghostbusters. Um, uh, one, I love the way it's shot. Like this, like even this, this thing here, that this kind of dusty, it's more like a ghost town, you know? I mean, we're so used to seeing the Ghostbusters uh, busting up ghosts uh like urban like urban style. yeah 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 it's all in new york and that was really cool i do like how they're bringing it to this kind of rural area rural uh rural uh rural <laughs> area <laughs> um and i think that's really neat uh as much as those kids seem like they're like at least that main kid from uh uh stranger things seems like an annoying human being a real person like if you had him in class you'd be like oh my god this kid which one but, oh. yeah yeah yeah, Wolf, you know, he's got that vibe. Wolf. Yeah, well, Finn Wolfhart. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's got this great sci-fi. Yeah. Wolfhart. Awesome. Wolfhart. I know, huh? That's a coolest yeah. name. Yeah. Wait, he's got really name? amazing cheekbones. Yeah, Finn's a good first name, too. Finn, yeah. All right. He's got good cheekbones. He's got a great name, this guy. But at the same time, I feel like he knows it, and he shows it. And sometimes that's annoying. Um, he's in a band. Do you know he's in a band? I don't. I don't acknowledge I that. I don't. <laughs> I bet he doesn't write as good a music as we just did on this spot. Okay. <laughs> few do. Few yeah. do. Dude, you I got to you know play that at the Jay, end as we're as we're going out. You have to play it. Well, now Jay's <laughs> gonna have to come on on to. Uh, he's gonna have to have us onto the podcast. Absolute yeah. Geek is officially a band. So now you. Need oh to yeah, yeah. I got oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jay's <laughs> like. <laughs> Talk about the songwriting process. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I think that's really cool. I, I, and that that kid, Finn, has such a great sci-fi horror look about him. This kind of gangly, um, yeah, sharp uh, thing. I think that's really good. The young girl who's kind of like, I guess it's like Egon's granddaughter or daughter or niece Lucky from like man. that. She's got this real great look to her. So the look of it is really great. They got the aesthetic down. It feels it feels nerdy and bookish. Um which is one of the things in like the 80s when you're kids, there weren't a lot of nerdy heroes um, that were that didn't like change into like, I'm Shazam, you know, from this nerdy boy. And so Ghostbusters was this, uh, as a young kid, to see funny, irreverent outsider nerds save the city uh, and talk sci-fi and science and Did all these little us? STEM babies. I think the Ghostbusters are maybe more clever than us. You know, we're more like language. They're more like STEM. Like it, they were like the math and science <laughs> nerds. We're like the like. Did you see uh, Lady Deathstroke? Goofy uh, <laughs> stoners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like the, like those nerds. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're like the Scooby Gang. <laughs> As long as I get to wear the neck. No, you're right. I feel you. Rural? I just realized if you, you know how you have to have like say words to get into an impression? That's the Scooby impression. Like I do is say rural uh, as a dog. Rural? <laughs> That's the key. Key master. <laughs> Dude, I always loved the Ghostbusters movies, man. Growing up, uh, the the opening of the original Ghostbusters with Bill Murray basically just trying to pick up on a like a freshman or a sophomore so in college, it's hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Like she's doing the psychic powers and he's acting like she's right. What does he say? Well, she's oh, it's a bunch of squiggly lines and. But he, and then it, he like shocks the kid because even though he's right. And it's what's hilarious. brilliant about that performance is he's not too far off for what from what some professors can be like, you know, where it's just these. <laughs> Like hipsters before hipsters, they've been intellectuals their whole lives. They've never really had to work in any kind of labor field or, or uh, labor's field. And so it's just like, yeah, I know this stuff. They want me to do this. This girl's hot. And uh, he just nails it. And it, it was uh, these nebbish professor professors were always played in different ways before they're always snobby elites or this but he was just so irreverent and, and uh reverent uh and things like that so <laughs> Travis. I'm sorry. God, I hope you're you can just cut it you can just cut this whole podcast it's fine we can we just start oh, from man. the top take it from the top it's kick it it's time again. for an absolute key <laughs> we're sorry guys but matt come on away from his surgery we're so sorry because <laughs> it's time for absolute geek no i'd like to i i it's kind of a bummer like that i know he we're kind of filling in because you, you guys are losing some of your squad but i haven't seen matt um in a long time it's because he's dead he died what he, he died during surgery today we should you know who we should call those buzzers we should <laughs> Yeah. No, no. Hey, yeah, I like that. Can we trap him? He's our friend. Why is a feather stiff as a board? Hello, we are here to summon our good friend Matt, who recently died from hemorrhoid surgery. 
hemorrhoid surgery. Nice. No, I got him. It's so awful. Anyways, <laughs> best of luck. No, nah, he's, he's, he's doing all right. Like he's got a few weeks of recovery. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, that stuff is that's pretty. It's pretty common stuff like that. I mean, we're making light yeah, of it, yeah. but it's it's a pretty a standard. We're making light procedure. of it because Matt's got a good because we're terrified. Personality. <laughs> we're terrified. Oh yeah, there you go. Deep down, what if it's What if his hernia is what holds all his podcasting powers and they remove it and he comes back on? Oh, and he... Man, you're getting into like Bible references when he, they like he comes up cuts like Lance, Lance's hair. Yeah, <laughs> I've lost it. It was all in my hernia. <laughs> like, what if he was what if like his best podcasts were when his hernia was like inflamed and rupturing he was just on fire and he's like i, you know I, I, I i've got to get this removed but damn it, i'm podcasting so that. good right now you know what that's valid though because lance has not been on his a game since he got his uh, vasectomy so i think these procedures really take a toll mm, all, you know the venom out of a snake yeah you know how everyone holds their weight in a different part of their body like the butt the thighs all that so like some people hold their podcasting ability in different parts i hold it in my mustache <laughs> this is why when you ever see me on a mustache just don't even let me on the show I'm just yeah next time I'm just gonna click off when you come on yeah. <laughs> you also have a fake one you put on just for my you know well I, I mean as long as I have some of it so if I shave this and then this like a that might be a good, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, you're saying no. this is not. I, mean, I feel like I'm still keeping some of the thing on here. If you want to call it the Charlie Chaplin, it's okay. But uh, just not, just not the Adolf. Be, I don't think it's going to be interpreted that way. <laughs> Probably not the best look. <laughs> the fear her. Oh God. The, <laughs> the way you said that sounded. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Scooby Gateway. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I need my hernia back. I can't podcast. Oh, we definitely need a buff buffer topic before Shang-Chi now. Please tell me you got something else. I mean, I do. I was trying to skip over it because I didn't want to even bother talking about it. But yes, let's do our Let's do one more buffer topic. Uh, this is not going to be much of a conversation, in my opinion. <laughs> but Venom 2 is PG-13. Like, Matt sent me this to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. The first one was. Which I still think was a mistake. Was I really it? Think, I don't remember. I, I think, I, I feel like the first Venom should have been rated R. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And I'm, I'm really surprised they don't. I'm surprised one. they don't make it rated R. Just from, I mean, rated R is. It doesn't take much to get a rated R now, and just the visuals of Venom, like how creepy that could be. I feel like that would be something they would be like, "This is too creepy," you know, for kids under, you know, for thirteen-year-olds. We, it's got to be eighteen to see this tongue and these teeth. You know, like we're getting. Like I'm constantly amazed at what a. So uh, um, we were doing this beach podcast, Jay and I, and I had rewatched this movie called Lifeguard from 1979, and it was a PG movie, and there were bare breasts, there was cursing, and I was, was this like, from the Holy 80s or smokes. something? It was from like, yeah, 1983. 
Yeah, dude, and, the PG movies were weird. Yeah. Spaceballs as PG, and there's two F-bombs. The jokes are super off-color. And the lifeguard was about a 40-year-old like sleeping with a uh, with a 14-year-old, and it was still PG. And so technically, I could show this movie to my class, and I was like, I was, I'm like, do my kids need to see the lifeguard? Hmm. I need to see the <laughs> lifeguard now. Yeah. <laughs> you had Kyle at man butt. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> Bad butts so this is this doesn't surprise me it seems like uh pg-13 always uh helps get more eyes on something uh yeah, it's got yeah, properties yeah. um it does seem a little contrary to the trailers they've showed uh as far as like how woody harrelson's character is you seem it seems like he would be a a darker more sinister R like R-rated sinister type of character than a PG thirteen sinister type of character. Well, I mean, the concept um, behind both of these characters in the movies is that they're they like eat people and they're gruesome, like they're violent. Can you so, have a, a PG thirteen movie that has the word carnage in the title? It's not as effective. I guess you can. I guess you can. No. I mean, I, I get it. It's a bigger market, and I remember the first Venom movie was. It was about as close to an R as you can get with like the violence. Like they they tried to really take it as far as they could. In fact, there were some scenes that were pretty bloody. I was like, wow, I'm surprised that didn't actually push it over the line. But I don't know. I think it would be really cool if they just kind of let loose. But the go ahead, Travis. I think you're about to no, say something. No, I was gonna say I I feel like it's a little bit an odd, an odd title because Carnage is actually uh Kyle's porn search word. So like it's so weird that like it's his go-to search word, it's but it's also like, this PG thirteen movie. Yeah, he's We're just like he's not like big butts. He's like carnage, carnage. <laughs> yeah. Stupid joke. Hold on. What do you like? Do you go to Pornhub to like watch like Everything. skanky versions of Carnage? Carnage like cosplay. A, a porn. Carnage. <laughs> carnage in a bikini. <laughs> I like to watch it for the acting. For the acting. Yeah, Dude, I love the storylines. So I'm always searching a thespian porn, <laughs> Shakespeare porn. That's actually not bad, guys. I'm out <laughs> to do anal or not to do anal. Oh, uh, what's your keyword? What's your king? We, Lesbians? No, thespians. We we, we can. Uh, Travis was like doing his Lesbians? best to get us back on track. He's like, let's get a buffer topic, and then that topic just. Oh, sorry. No, we, we could have gotten the whole time. We're off. We're off Hitler, so we can talk about that's Shane. true. This is so much better. Doing holding the skull. You've got a pair of balls, man. Yeah, so when I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy matt just got another hernia watching this episode <laughs> i know yeah cough from your balls not on your balls please <laughs> let's talk about shang chi because yeah pissed. let's do that shang p yes let's do that so you did not see it travis you did not see mm. it kyle right but jay did jay i want to Spo hear your thoughts spoil away are you sure you spot? Well, first of all, I wanted to yeah, tell yeah. a little story. So, do they collect all the ring, in. all ten rings, and throw them into the volcano? No, oh. like Frodo-ish. Yeah. No, no, no. Anyway, so I, I'm in 
right? And, and I end up, I find out that Max and Lance are, are going to be in there too. And my kid, I'm with my kids. So we go and we sit down and the movie ends. And I, I know Lance is going to ask me about the friggin' movie. And I don't like giving my opinion right after I see a movie because it's like, I want to collect my thoughts. You know, I want to let it sink in. Like when Max so gave uh, Miss Marvel a 9.8. Well, yeah, you know, so like that happens. So I'm sitting there and I, I watch him go out. Cause you can't miss him. He's in this bright pink t-shirt. I see him go out and I, w- I even wait five extra minutes and I'm like, okay, I tell my kids, okay, it's safe to go. So we go and I'm, I'm going out with this huge crowd going out into the lobby where there's all these people. And then suddenly Lance pops out right in front of me. He goes, dude, what did you think? <laughs> and, and so I look around, I look around cause everybody looks at him and me. And, and so I look around and I'm like, uh, dude, and he gets it. He gets it. He, and he kind of goes like, like kind of nonchalantly kind of goes. And then I, I go just real speakeasy. Like I kind of go, and he goes, what do you mean you didn't like it? And like everybody turns right back around at me, you know, and kind of shakes her, looks me up and down and shakes her head. And I'm like, Which as I said, is a long look. Cause he's a tall guy. So like this. Yeah. 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 Oh. So, this <laughs> so yeah, it, it just it seems like the whole I didn't hate it, you know. I don't like going around, you know, bashing shit like that, but I just wasn't into it. I couldn't get into it. Can I you know, can I, I ask you can I ask you a question here? So we're yeah. dealing with a new or we're dealing with a new character, right? So it's it seems like maybe it hasn't been a while, maybe I'm missing something, but it does seem like for like the first few years of Marvel films, we were getting a lot of origin story uh, films. Mm-hmm. Captain America, Hulk, uh, yeah. Iron Man. So this, it's been a while since we got like this kind of solo character origin film. So as far as the pacing of what we would see in a typical origin film, did this bring anything new to it? Did they did it seem to skip over a lot of it like Spider-Man did with Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. or was it, or was it, it was traditional? Actually, the pacing was actually pretty decent and I didn't mind I didn't dwell on anything too much. I think they hit that all that pretty good. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I, I thought it was going to be something different, you know? And, and well, let's, I'm, I'm going to keep going on you, Jay. I'm Jay. I'm going to, I'm going to throw you some hard balls. I'm not going to take hard. Balls. I expect something different. It's Friday night. So I'd be doing yeah. It anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I want to ask, like you said, I just expect, I expected something different. Um, because I haven't seen this, and I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll, I'll watch it because we do podcasts, and it's kind of like the the thing you got to watch it so, to be able to compare it later on and stuff. But what you, you're saying, like I don't know, I just what is the I don't know come from? Is it the acting? Is it the the, no, uh, the was the cast was too, actually pretty good. So what do you what like? I'm, I'm talk it out, talk it out, Jay. Okay, talk so I just I'm, I'm really reluctant to give spoilers. I'm not used to that. So no, I think um, the people are here because they listen to these podcasts because they they saw it and they want someone to to. Nobody's to, listening. <laughs> so I'll start things off with. So it, the one thing that kind of annoys me is, um, so that they sh- okay, I don't even know where to start, dude. But so they they shit on Mandarin again. You know, um, the, so and there, and it's not connected. Do they do they play up the joke? Do they like wink at like yeah, what they did with the man? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and see, I wanted this dude to be the Mandarin. I wanted his father to be a Mandarin because his father, I think, in the comics was Fu Manchu, who was like a crime boss. Um, 
and that whole origin story was kind of kind of true except it was like a mandarin-esque guy and they just he just kind of made fun of it again dude he didn't even say he was man and then like like i guess a, a fin foom ish draft came out but they never really called him fin fang foom um you know oh yeah because they had talked about that they were like we're gonna get some fin fang foom in here yeah no not really and they just to me there wasn't enough marvel lore woven into it it would it seemed like you know, a lot of people were like, oh, it, you know, it, if I didn't know it was a Marvel movie or if it didn't say it was a Marvel movie, I wouldn't even guess it was. It's like, well, dude, that's not necessarily a good thing for me. You yeah. Know? I mean, if you're going to go see it, because like, like I said, I got 25 minutes in the Snake Eyes before realizing it wasn't Shang-Chi. Because <laughs> um, yeah. it's for, like, you know, like, what, go ahead. big, big budget Hollywood Kung Fu movie that's attached to an IP. And you're just waiting for them to drop the you will be the Shang-Chi or you will be the snake eyes. Um, so for you, and I think that's, I think that's, I think that's what people were kind of hesitant about going into this movie as now we're, I don't know how many years, 15 years into this whole process, we're getting a new character. So that hasn't been attached to it. How will they bring in the Marvel universe? Because at this point, that is kind of why you want to go see these Marvel movies is for the continuity. So that you're saying they weren't paying that off, uh, maybe as much as you wanted. No, I just feel like you're not. You're not a payoff guy. You're not like a continuity guy. I feel like. I feel like that you're like if it's a great story, then don't you don't feel like you need to attach to anything. So uh, it's I guess it wasn't good that enough. you. Yeah. Okay. You know, for a kung fu movie, I just I feel like there was no like nuance. I don't feel like there was anything that that like. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or even Kill Bill didn't do better. Did they? Know? Did they? Did they pay off any shots in homage to like old classic kung fu movies? Did they shoot any of the action in a way that that was that was visually like, oh my god, this is Once like that Bruce Lee movie? Yeah. Not that I noticed. Not that I noticed. Well, I noticed. So I I'm not familiar with like older kung fu movies, but like it definitely gave off some Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon vibes. It, certain yeah. points like near the beginning of the movie especially there was like right out of crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of yeah especially with the trees and they like used yeah nature. she was like floating around and yeah they were yeah it was i would be cool great. if they shot shang chi on the same film stock and cameras that they use to shoot those old bruce lee movies oh and it was awesome. all these hollywood actors but when you went there it felt like you were in the 1970s watching a bruce lee film i think that would have been yeah, yeah, I, I almost like, like this. Shang Chi could have been Marvel's opportunity to do a grindhouse kung fu film. Oh, dude, yes, and that oh, would have been dope. Man, and then, like late, so later, awesome. you can bring Shang Chi in; he can be just as polished visually as the rest of the characters. But for his introduction, make it this whole cinematic mm. experience. And because it's unique, talk about ways to get people back into the movie theaters is to go see this. I mean, for anyone born in the 90s who wasn't going back and watching 70s film it would be like a whole new cinematic experience and for the older crowd it would be nostalgic in the the filmmaking sense of it the same way that death proof was for people who watched that movie it would have been a nice it would have been a nice touch for them yeah because it definitely lacked edge and i think that death that totally would have put that into it gangbusters anyway yeah. max so i know you guys like insanely loved it so i think lance liked it more than me but I did love it. Uh, honestly, so looking at like, like so much about it. I mean, I we'll can't really speak that, for him per se. Cause, cause he, he and I, only, well, yeah, yeah. But like he and I talked about it for maybe five, 10 minutes after the movie. 
Oh, really? Like, usually I, I just sit just nah. Well, I was I was on. with my wife. We had my kid at the babysitter. It was late, so we needed to get him home into bed. So Who anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it, ended up, in. it ended up working out quite a bit actually Make because we we picked his son up tuck that potato nice and tight <laughs> oh the potato jokes my beautiful hetero life mate potato man <laughs> so yeah we only talked about it for a few minutes but uh he really from what i understood he just really loved the action he especially loved the end scenes um you know the fight the fight versus the uh I don't, I don't want to do spoilers, but there's a really cool fight. I know, end. dude. I had to, like, defy my nature to, like, get them out. Yeah, so there were there were some really cool fight scenes that I know he, he enjoyed. He liked all the characters. I didn't like um, Katie, her name is, the one who is played by Aquafina. But that's kind of because I don't really like Aquafina much. I find that a be... water brand? Uh, yes. I think so, but that's her It acting. was Darcy, dude. She that's was, her like, Asian name. Darcy. Maybe that's why I didn't like her because I don't like Darcy much either. Yeah. Although in Wandavision I liked her, but um, yeah, she was just um, she was kind of annoying. I liked her more in this than I did in most other movies I've seen her in. Like she's in Crazy Rich Asians, and I really didn't like her character there, but I liked her better in this. But uh, the main character, I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head, but he was fantastic. I thought he did such a great job. He's kind of an unknown. I haven't seen him in anything else, which I love. I love when Marvel cast these guys, these characters, these actors that aren't in a ton of stuff. So that they can get that like discoverability. No name actors. Yeah, I yeah, liked him because he didn't. He wasn't overbearing, and he was actually kind of a charismatic dude. But yeah, he was. He was really likable. Yeah. Um, and so I know Lance really liked the main character, which I did as well. Um, but I I love the action sequences. Like so, at the beginning, near the beginning of the movie, um, you get an action sequence on a bus that you see in the trailers. That was that obviously, was a cool part. but there's obviously way more in the actual movie than there is in the trailer. It was awesome. So like, it opens, really it opens up on an action set piece. Not it doesn't open. Well, kind no. of. It opens no. up basically because the main villain is the Mandarin. The Mandarin is basically narrating and giving like I'm oh, sorry, um, a or maybe it's not the Mandarin. Anyway, someone's narrating and they're giving a backstory on the Mandarin. And so there's action showing the, the Mandarin and what he's been doing for the last thousand years. But uh, yeah, it's probably about 15 minutes into the movie that there's the first like real kung fu fight scene. So I think it, it opens pretty early with it. Did they actually call him? They never called him the Mandarin though, right? He called himself the Mandarin at one point. Oh. But he was like, he was talking crap about it. He was like, why he did was. they say that, you know, name him after a chicken was, dish? Is, is, the Mandarin, yeah. is the Mandarin a a concept, that a mantle that people take on in this universe? Did they change it to that? No, like it's not no. a character. It's like, it's a character. Like, like a fjord. No, let's oh. not get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. What it is is the Ten Rings is the organization, which I was watching Iron Man today, and they mentioned the Ten Rings as an organization mm -hmm. there yeah. as well. And so the Ten Rings, their leader, um, doesn't really go by any name. But if you remember in Iron Man three, mm -hmm. they talk about the Mandarin, and he's the leader of the Ten Rings, and that ends up not being true. And so he makes reference to that during the movie. He says, okay. "You may have heard of me referred to as the Mandarin," and he. Well, they're kind of setting it up like a mantle, then, like a jokey mantle. Yeah. Yes. Like if you if you're the leader of the Ten Rings, then you are now the jokey Mandarin, and 
The first version was a comic version. And since he said that tongue in cheek, now he's the serious version. And theoretically, he could have someone else take on that that position 25 yeah, movies down the road. I'm glad I'm glad they mentioned the name finally. It's a bummer that we never got to see this character go up against Iron Man. And I said that last week, even before we started watching this movie, but I thought the villain was really good. He wasn't the best. Like Lance said that he thought the villain's motivations were really good. Um, I thought they were fine, but they weren't the they weren't the best. I, that I thought he lost me. His motivations were all about love, and I thought he was taking it way too far. Um, which they do explain some of that as well. That like the Ten Rings, and, and this isn't super spoiler, but like the Ten Rings are kind of like speaking to him and kind of making him hear things that aren't real. So was um, it the ten? Was it the rings that were making him kind of cuckoo? No, well, it was it was something else, but. It was What's something that? else, but the rings were part of the rings. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine ten of them? Poor me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I thought, I so I'm looking through like a list of the top there the origin movies that that um, have come out from Marvel, and I'm just going to tell you off the cuff if I which if if I think the one I'm about to list is better or if Shang Chi was better. Captain America: First Avenger, Shang Chi is better. Captain Marvel, Shang Chi is better. Iron Man, that one's better. Thor, Shang-Chi, Hulk, Ant-Man, Shang-Chi was better. Doctor Strange, I think, was better. Spider-Man Homecoming was better. And I like oh. Shang-Chi better than uh, Black Panther. So it's like in the so, top three for me. of Yeah, Avengers. so the only thing that beats it is oh. Spider-Man and Iron Man, huh? Yes. And Doctor Strange, I think I said Doctor Strange. But it might oh, be okay. a tie. No, nah, Doctor Strange is better, I think. So one thing that kind of confused me, okay. So, so top four. So Shang-Chi had a sister. Right, and the sister, Tan yeah, I believe her name was Tan Tangelo. Right, <laughs> Tangelo, uh, they know me as Tangelo. I am here, and <laughs> so, no, she's yeah, so blood he... Mandarin. Yeah, oh, oh that's actually not a bad name. Yeah, yeah. She so he had a sister who so Shang Chi's known as Master Kung Fu, right? Mm -hmm. So he had a sister that was she was as powerful and kicked his ass so wouldn't at that point wouldn't she be master of kung fu like why well, they, yeah why they, but the point he you know but he learns more throughout the movie and he surpasses her by the end of the movie that that having another character like that always diminishes the main character you know because that's what makes him so special because he's so far above your normal person and that, that there's somebody else there that learned his skills by watching him being trained. So that, you know, with that philosophy, mm -hmm. I should be able to watch like all Bruce Lee's movies and then be able to like kick Bruce Lee's ass. Right. <laughs> Would that be that, you know, go see like uh, Chuck Norris movies or Jet Li or whatever. Just fucking kick the mop. The well, I mean, it, oh, I learned in the Jet Li movies. What's I, only, I only watch Steven Seagal movies. That's why you, you know I've never seen a Steven Seagal movie. I've heard they're awful. I see them on Sunday mornings sometimes, and I'm like, no thanks. It's a lot of a lot of hip tossing and a lot of just hands going like this. Hip tossing or hip swaying. I like as he got bigger. Yeah, Aikido. He's an Aikido guy. You don't have to be in shape to do Aikido. That's what he says. <laughs> Isn't Aikido that that uh, form of martial arts that Morgan does in Walking Dead? It's what Steven it's, Seagal does. And yeah, no, Aikido is more like. There's like not a lot of defense, defense defensive. Defense, yeah. yeah. 
It's like I, at one point, like the, the key element is to like uh, visualize yourself having root, roots. So people like it actually makes you heavier if you can feel yourself being grounded on the ground. That's why heavier guys do it because <laughs> they literally are heavier. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be like a uh, keto man. Like, it's just like, you can be like, I'll take down. Diet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little Dennis Hopper thrown in. If you're if you're on a keto diet, you're not doing a keto kung fu. Keto? <laughs> you? <laughs> so I, 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 uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit, Jay, because I feel like the story gives reasoning behind why she was able to kick his butt. And that's the fact that like he kind of just goes into hiding for 10 years and she's been training the whole time still. So I kind of took it as maybe he's rusty. And then by the end of the movie, he's training up. And I think there's more of an arc coming here because um, it does tie in like with the after credit scenes. It does tie in pretty well um, to the rest of the Marvel Universe. And in fact, the the first the mid credit scene I thought was really good. What was uh, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm tr- I was trying not to spoil it. Well, I mean, uh, not, not for our, not don't do it for our benefit. I mean, people are. I mean, you could do it. It's your show. I'll tell you when we're done. Okay. I want to do like one episode where we don't actually spoil the movie. Actually, you know what? Let's don't tell what me you're done. Think. I was I was gonna I was gonna sacrifice my entertainment for the audience, but now I don't want to know. Now I refuse well, to know. Now I'm worried. I'm hyping it up as like the <laughs> the super awesome post credit scene. I just it was pretty good. Like it was it was cool. Yeah, like it's this movie feels like ones. it feels like the start of phase four, like for real, compared to some of the okay. other stuff. Oh, like, I mean, that is that now you're I feel like now you're I, I didn't get that <laughs> at all. Well, I just feel like it's setting up a lot more things because Black Widow is technically the start of phase four, but it's kind of a you know, we all know she died in Endgame, so it's not very exciting, you know. So I don't know. That's why that's why I feel like this one is a little bit better. Speaking speaking of um widows is anyone sending gift baskets out to are we are we taking care of, who's got the gift basket for this hernia thing i'm sending it i'm sending it to aaron what'd you put in there by the way i don't want to ask but i mean i figure we could just do this i know it's like it's busy, hemorrhoid like cream. pocket hemorrhoid cream <laughs> i mean that's a little a, a little too late um uh how about like a nice um like bath salt like relaxing something that can, so is very common that may burn. Yeah. Send him a <laughs> let's get addicted to bath salts. Send him a bear's jersey. Uh for sure. He would love that. No. Oh. Are we are we is that what is that no. his he would shroud? That. He's he's a Green Bay Packers fan. He would be pissed okay. if we send him a bear's yeah. jersey. I'm trying Sorry. to find the Shang Chi mid. Am I the most sports guy here? Yes. That's crazy. How, is this, yeah, C- how is the CGI in this? Does it feel overdone or does it feel sometimes like they have it's good... overdone and sometimes it's not very well done? Especially the end. The end with like the, all these dragons and stuff. I was gonna say you said there's a dragon in it. Is it do they there's feel multiple like dragons. are they are they schmog style dragons or are they like light uh-huh. and like fire? Which well one? they're kind of like a, a mix between like smog and a luck dragon. There's from every story. The evil dragon <laughs> is more of like a traditional dragon look, and then the like the good dragon is more of like that, like that traditional Chinese looking dragon. Like okay. You can see in Mulan, and, and it others. looks like like, half, like it's like got a lot uh, of lion, lion features to it. Yeah, and it's really long, and it doesn't have the wings. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I thought I thought this was a really good origin movie. 
it's probably not like the top Marvel movies altogether. You know, Endgame and Infinity War and, and uh, you know, Winter Soldier are up there for me, but I loved it. I thought it was a really good time. So cool. Yeah. And on that note, have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to uh, click it off. Well, well. on that note, I want to make sure this time I actually let Kyle plug his podcast because last time we had him on and then I just ended the show. Uh, we'd like, we, this way, this this way. We'd like to plug a podcast too. So go ahead, Kyle. Of course, first. we're going to let no, Kyle you guys first. start. You guys start. Are, are you, we going to talk what if? We can. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about whatever. what if. It was a bit strange this week. <laughs> Go ahead and plug your podcast. No, no, no. We're talking about what if. <laughs> what if Kyle interrupted my podcast plug? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong way. Ha! <laughs> I got 11 rings. <laughs> uh, can I see a cell phone for a second? Actually, Kyle? You hand it to me? No. There we go. Tra- Thank Travis you. Travis is, is in a fun <laughs> mood today. Yeah, I've been drinking and unpacking. Um... <laughs> I wasn't going to uh, make an accusation of any kind of tipsy. I just thought you were real energetic. No, I am. I, I, I haven't. I've been. I'm used to like two podcasts a week, and I've only been getting one in. So you get extra podcast content. Hey, you can come on tomorrow night if you want. That's a four hour commitment. I am not willing to make. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, um. So uh, four hours. The uh, I might. Uh, what? But what about what if? Let's talk about that, and then we're gonna we're gonna do some plugs. The Marvel's version of Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, pretty much. I still didn't finish it. I watched the first fifteen minutes, that's, and that's, I I was oh man, I was in the part where he was, um, you know, he'd gone and he was sucking the um, life force out of different. You were watching pun of you porn. Wrong <laughs> day. This, this one sucking. was about Doctor Strange this week, and it was this was the best one if yet. Oh, interesting. Go ahead. Go for it. I thought it was absolute, complete, total butthole. Oh, nice. Point, counterpoint. Why don't you start us off, Max? What'd you love about it? And then take notes, Kyle. I guess I'm just Mr. (laughs) Positivity tonight, which is good because I feel like the last couple of movies we've talked about, I'm like, this sucked. So this this is the kind of thing I want from a what if. Because it's taking, it's, it's giving us a story and it's like making it completely different. And it's also super dark. I love when we get dark things, but but like but only in this. Like I wouldn't want. Well, actually, that's not true. I loved how Infinity War ended. I loved that all the Avengers pretty much died. I thought that was awesome. I love dark endings like that. And so, yeah, I guess spoilers in that regard. Travis, it has a dark ending, and I thought yeah. that was great. I love to see things not turn out in the best fashion. That's kind of like the classic "what if" comics. They would usually have a uh, less than happy ending for these things. And that's precisely what happened here. And I thought it was really cool. You get to see what if Dr. Strange, like um, tried to use the time stone to save someone he loves. And what if it's impossible to save that person? Because uh, how do they word it? It's an absolute point in time or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you can't change mm-hmm. it. And so I thought it was really cool that he basically turns into like vampire strange. Like he doesn't suck people's blood, but he kind of looked like a vampire. People are strange when you're a doctor. Faces look ugly. Strange meets Lost Boys. I like it. Um, (laughs) Kyle, counterpoint. It was the Groundhog Day episode that Marvel made as a cartoon. I can't get it right. Starts again. Can't get it right. 
starts again. Can't get it right. Starts again. It's not right. St I don't know. I just thought it was dumb. I was getting okay. tired of the like looping, but they yeah. finally like they've ended that and then continued on with the story, and that's when I got more interested. Oh, what we really did is we made two Doctor Stranges. You've got to stop yourself. I'm gonna meet but you. I'm gonna meet you in the middle. But this gonna... one spent a hundred years sucking life forces. So this one's really strong. I'm gonna meet you in the middle. I, I agree with from what I saw that Kyle, it does feel like it feels like a very rehashed idea, a concept of grief, right? Like how how can we overcome grief? Uh it it did feel like the stages of grief, honestly. And I thought maybe like it would end in a way that was maybe this wasn't going to be a negative what if, but it was like, he goes through the stages of grief, a denial, acceptance, all that stuff like that. But I will say it does feel like a very rehashed trope. However, when you think uh, the th reason I liked it is because we think about where the platform of this is, it's Disney plus it's a cartoon and it's Marvel. So yeah, we're watching it because there's these cool like Easter eggs or like maybe some cool stories, but it's a great way to get young people into storytelling around these characters and this is a very common story trope like how however we we may want to change the past to deal with our grief and go back and say i wish this happened i wish this happened we re and realize the inevitability of stuff so i thought this was a really kind of great cartoon poppy topical medium to teach young kids about grief. And I think they do it in a way that is, has these characters that people know and is in a, a medium that's kid friendly, but it also is, it's really touching. I mean, if we hadn't seen it, like as Kyle was saying so many times before about grief, whether it be like in rom-coms about time travel or Groundhog Day or anything that's like that, then it, it does feel cliche. It feels, it feels cliche to us, but at the same time, I think it's, it's the best version of that that I've seen delivered to a younger audience. And that is where I think it, 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 it hits a note because at the beginning of it with the animation style of this, and the, with the, with the way they set it up, you really do feel like, Oh, these people are, are cribbing the best from those type of stories. So it feels cliche, but they're also stealing the best and they're putting it into a very kind of kid friendly package where a lot of 13 year olds, this is the first time they're encountering that storyline and that kind of grief and that inability to change nature and then inevitability of death. Uh, so I'll be interested to see how it ends to see if, if, if that goes way up. deeper than I did. Well, I do. I do. Well, that's that's stuff. what Travis does. That's why I enjoy yes. talking to him about it. But that's just I, what I got out of it. I was just, it just, I don't know. It does feel cliche, Kyle. I'll give you that. Yeah, I can agree with that. But like, that's kind of one of the things that Marvel's been doing in general. Um, they, they, I mean, like Ant Man was a heist movie. Like mm -hmm. they're they're or Shang Chi was supposed to be a kung fu movie. They're trying to take these different Supposedly. genres and types of movies and. So yeah, supposedly. I know you didn't think it did a good job at that, Jay, which is yeah. fair. But yeah. like they're trying to take these different styles of movies and, and adapt them. And so it feels like, yeah, they took like a Groundhog's Day trope and tried to adapt it to a superhero concept. Here's where I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit, and maybe it's because you haven't finished it, Travis. Mm -hmm. I don't think this episode was very kid-friendly. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I mean, it depends on your age. If you're 13 and up, maybe you're good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean by or, kids. And depending, Any, anyone anyone uh born in 1990 is a kid to me. <laughs> fair enough and 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 
it depends on your maturity level. But like my brother, he showed he watched it with his kids, and his uh, nine year old daughter was crying because it's it's kind of sad. Yeah, like it's it doesn't. But it, 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 you kind of need those moments. You need you need these really deep subjects to be introduced to kids in a way that is it's always going to be harsh, like Bambi. Sure. You know, or uh, <laughs> even like Toy Story is kind of sad. You know, I'm like, I'm like, don't give your this. You're you're, Toy you're Story growing out of they're about you're to die getting... in the garbage. Uh, mine was more like when he's giving away his toys. Like he's That's growing cool. out of his childhood, and that was a sad thing. But uh, it's it's a way of introducing these kids to uh, these these things that are harsh. So if my kids cry, I'm like, good, you cry it out. This is life. You fucking cry. Doctor Strange is trying to teach you. You're gonna fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> don't right. you see this trope yeah. fucking cry yeah this, did you watch this it, like... huh did you watch what if jay yeah yeah it, what did i you found think it kind of it? dull i thought really? it was kind of dull yeah Man. i mean it was okay but i don't know i like the the t'challa star lord one the best so that far. one was that one was a lot of fun that one was really fun I've liked i liked the i liked, the, the I, liked I liked the first one I it did. might be my favorite I like yeah, the first yeah. one too. I, I don't like it at all. Butthole too. Yeah. <laughs> I like it because I like it because of the romance. <laughs> I think what was cool about the the Star Lord one was it took something that we were already used to, and it put different. It actually put different people into it, and actually, you know what I mean. It was like, yeah, it was fun. That was a really fun one. Yeah, and it made it more, but like. And it was super sci-fi because they—it's a cartoon, and they—they they, they, because it's a cartoon, it was in space, so you got to do all the things that in a live movie you'd have to pay millions of millions of dollars for, but they could just animate it. So you got to see the celestial head in places, and it was kind of cool. I think they actually could have taken that even further since they, it was a cartoon, and you could have seen uh, unbelievable stuff on there. But it was pretty good. Yeah, Thanos as a good guy was hilarious, mm -hmm. and him like uh, giving his plan to everybody, and they're like. You sound crazy. That's genocide. It's like, no, it's all, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not genocide. But it also teaches you a lesson. If, if you are good, you will be depowered some. I think it was good because it, it, it kind of it kind of oh, laughed true. at itself. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. yeah. I thought so it was this, interesting how... What's that? Go ahead. I was going to say, and then with this new Groundhog Day episode, it was just... Die, die, die. Bitch dies, it was somber. <laughs> I love somber stories, dude. Mm. I just like that's my that's a niche niche for me that I just get into. Like my wife, my wife was so annoyed with me when I told her that Infinity War had the best ending I've seen in a movie in a long time. It's like that was great. She's like, all the heroes died. How did you love this? I'm like, because that's not what you expect. You don't expect a movie to end with all the bad, all the good guys dying. It's freaking cool. Yeah. That's I'm why like his favorite Foo Fighters songs is Heroes. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. You can, I, that's definitely a song you know on guitar, Max. I and if you do, I know the song. Oh, I was going to say, if you do, turn play. your camera off, grab that guitar, and then we're, that's when we're playing this play out. out. Play <laughs> what is your favorite song to play on guitar? None. I, I don't play that much anymore. What <laughs> answer that question. None. Well, because yeah. I don't, I don't know any say, anymore. What? I only, I only. If you could learn to play a song, which would it be? I've only, I only play my songs anymore. So it's like, well, my favorite songs to play are the ones I've written. If you could take me back to college and bust out some, slowly walking down the hall, 
Faster than a cannonball. You could be. That's like the first song Blink, everyone learns in. Blink One Eighty Two. Oasis is wonderful. Pretty much any Blink One Eighty Two song was my favorite stuff to play when I was what about, what's that in high song, school uh, Talk you off the ledge. What is it? Oh man, it's, shit. Never mind. What's my age again? Was I kind of a challenging one. Papa Roach's Last Resort. <laughs> Sugar Ray. <laughs> and uh the beginning of uh Back in Black, I used to know how to play that. That was fun to play. Some of Van Halen's Eruption I used to be able to play. I'm not I'm not good enough that I could play all of it. Like Crazy Train. Yeah, little Randy Rhodes. Yeah. My fingers aren't my fingers aren't as nimble anymore. I can only do rhythm guitar at this point. I used to be halfway decent at lead, but not anymore. So that's why I say nothing because I don't remember any songs anymore. Play the absolute geek song. <laughs> I don't remember it anymore, but I know yeah. it was these chords. <laughs> Hold on. What is it? All I mean, you all losers the... and freaks. Yeah, it's that's it. For absolute geek. Here we go. All you losers and geeks. It's time for Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. And come with your butt cheeks and listen to Absolute Geek. Yeah! Yeah. Come and have a good time. We'll serve some Cosby wine. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. We're talking about the Fuhrer. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Strange Hates Time. So <laughs> <laughs> this just like Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's plug some podcasts. I'm, I'm, <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's plug Travis, it. Travis, hit up Pop Bonsai. Uh, yeah, look at this. Uh, look at what I'm wearing, Jay. A little Pop Bonsai tea. Oh, man. So, oh, Jay, dude, I'm going to have to order one of those. Jay and I do a, a podcast called Pop Bonsai. In fact, we are about three days away from our one year anniversary, Jay. So, happy anniversary, buddy. Crazy. Happy anniversary, buddy. Thanks, man. Am I, am I looking at you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so uh, what we do on Pop Bonsai is we try to we we always used to use the word curate. We try to like take a big theme, like this last uh, theme or idea. Like last time it was summer, so we did beaches. So we try to pick uh, stories or things that have to deal with a big topic like beaches. So for beaches, Jay, help me out. We watched a movie called Point Break. Yeah, we saw a doc. We saw a What's doc that? called Lords of Dogtown and Lords, the Z-Boys Lords Dogtown Museum. Yeah. And Alex Garland's movie. beach novel. We read Alex Garland's beach novel. And at the end, once we, we do about three or four different types of media on this big topic and discuss it, then we create a uh, a playlist that we put up on Spotify. We used to put up on YouTube, but Jay got rid of his account. Uh, and uh, <laughs> then we um, uh, go through the songs and why we picked them. So we're trying to discover a pop culture's portrayal of certain ideas, whether they are accurate or cliches. And so when we package three or four different types of media together, it's been this really cool, interesting experiment where you're like, Oh, there, there are connections here, or this offers a different take on it. So that's what we do with the pop bonsai podcast. And actually this week I've been really enjoying it because we are about to embark on our Stephen King is the big idea. So it's not really a big idea. It's a really big premise. So we're going to be looking at Stephen can I, King. Can I totally come on that episode? Dude, well, it's it's yeah. four episodes. So we are currently reading. Uh, I am. I don't know if you started reading it, Jay, but I am about three short stories into it. We are reading Stephen King's The Skeleton Crew. That's a collection of Stephen King's uh, short stories, including the big novella, The Mist, 
so he's got the mist in there. I finished reading the mist and I also finished the tiger and the monkey in there. Really good. And then what movie, what King movie are we watching? Jay? We're going to do the Salem's lot. The, Salem's the with uh, David soul. I think it was 1970s. Yeah. Like and then uh, we're going to do, um, uh, Joe Hill, Stephen King's son, uh, uh, graphic novel, uh, basketball of heads. Yeah. And then we're going to put together a playlist uh, on songs that we feel like are Stephen King esque based on the readings and viewings we've done. Yeah. Halloween pot playlists were the best, man. Those are pretty yeah. fun. So, which one of those do you, do you want to come on, Kyle? Does any of those all sound of, interesting? All of them. <laughs> well, hey, Kyle, one of them you got to read a book, though. Dude, I've read them all. So, all I got to do is. Oh, oh nice. I'm a huge Stephen King guy. That's why. Oh, oh, perfect. Oh, you, you, can, yeah. you, can come on, you can come on all of them, man. That's good. Yeah, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. So, I, yeah, dude, I just recently haven't re stopped reading his books, like recently. Oh, perfect. I, it, I, you're right I, in the I, zone then. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, just send me the order you guys are doing them, and I'll make sure I'm all caught up. Yeah. Yeah, so we right now we're having episodes come out every two weeks. We were in a weekly episode, and we might get back into that. But every two weeks, you'll you'll get to that. So it takes us about uh, 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 two months to get through one set. Um, and yeah, it's it's been really fun. It's it's been a really interesting way to consume media, uh, not in isolation, but group together and talk about it and find connections. So yeah, I'll go yeah. in my in my room and dig up skeleton crew. Yeah, cool, man. That's a good one. I never read The Mist before. It was I've read Stephen King's short stories, but I haven't read The Mist. I love it. I like it. Sweet. Those are my favorites. Those are some of my favorites are the Stephen King short stories. That's I what a lot so of people too. say. That's what a lot of people say, actually. When he's not, when he's forced to be tight and not give exp uh, exposition, this long exposition, which you can give in, in yeah, some of his novels. Diary of the mouth. Yeah. But it takes 17 mm -hmm. pages to tie a shoe. <laughs> I, love, I love his references in his language. They're like old timey meets like geeky. Yeah. It's like, you're a real rug mite. <laughs> and then he always gets a little bit burger. You're a real rug mite bitch, aren't you? Like, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Stoked. Yeah, yes, please keep Kyle, me you got a podcast too, my friend, right? Uh, yeah, you're gonna be on it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> We're a shorter person, so if you can make it there. If I can, honest. I will. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm not poo-pooing it. I, I'm just trying to unpack my life. <laughs> so you guys that's not so depressing. I'm just guys, I'm having a you can catch me on the tomorrow night on the Tales from the Flipside YouTube TV channel. This is Modern Comic Mayhem, where it's uh, not as much fun as this. And we don't talk about pooping, but <laughs> we go off the rails comic book style. So you guys are really big into like they're they're really good into doing it like lists. So they always have like some sort of list top five. Uh, they talk about current uh, news, uh, and then they do. There's like, uh, if you're a business side of comics, they do a lot of speculation talk as well. So it's if you're like, yeah, hey, so I was gonna say the spec yeah. stuff. You guys are really, you guys are really geared into that. Doesn't a lot of your audience really enjoy that? Yeah, I try not to because I'm not, I'm not really into it. I'm a reader and I'm a collector. I'm not a flipper. Yeah. yeah. What books are you talking about this week, Kyle? What, what's coming up tomorrow? If people have been reading, what, what do you know? 
we're not doing comic reviews this week. Okay. Oh man, I'm trying so, to help you out, Kyle. It's it's gonna be a lot of the same stuff here. We're gonna do Titans. We're gonna do What If. We're gonna do Shang Chang Chi because I think Ish went and seen that. So, um, and then we'll where, can they, where, where can they tune in? Because you guys are a visual podcast. Uh, the Tales from the Flipside channel. Just just type in Tales from the Flipside. Like and subscribe. Yeah. And then you, they're the modern comic mayhem. There's a lot of good shows over on Tales for the Flip Side, so check out all those other ones. But mostly modern comic mayhem for our boy Kyle. We have a lot of fun. We goof around. Last week we, um, well, you guys are comic guys. We took, we sent some books off to a smaller grader. Were you on that episode, Travis? Oh yeah, when you first started talking about it, that that new you got them back. Is that what's your? Did you so get them back? We, so we got mine back a little bit ago. And we interviewed the guy, and then last week we got Marco's back because we had mm. sent a bunch off, and the grades were so far off. And he, oh. he created a new term called corner stuffing. And I've never heard of that term with comic books. What, what does that mean? Books? Well, you never heard about it in comic books. Where else have you heard about corner stuffing, Kyle? <laughs> you porn. <laughs> Carnage, corner stuffing. <laughs> Enter. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it's so we went on this rant about EGS, and you know, that's what we kind of dive into. We kind of go to the other way of the mainstream of how people, you know, talk about stuff. So it's a fun time, even though a lot of people don't think so. It's a fun time. What do you mean, a lot of people? Do you guys have like a yeah, you have like thousands views, of people that yeah. watch every week? <laughs> You get about uh, like four hundred thousand percent more views than we do. <laughs> well, like when we transitioned over, the absolute geek crowd did not transition well over to. It's a different vibe for sure, but it doesn't mean that your show is bad. It's just different than this one. We try to liven it up, but we try to stay in the sandbox. Like so, like yeah. I moved over from Couch Crunchers, and we're we do similar things here at Absolute Geek. But it's not quite the same. I think it's I think it's a bit different. But if you are if you are here from Couch Crunchers, if you followed us over here, Sam is actually on Modern Comic Mayhem a lot of the time. So if you guys want to see what he's up to, check him out. He talks about he does, anime over there a lot. He does an awesome anime bit, and he's he's our anime guy. And then it's nice having that non-comic view stance on you know, like what if and Titans and the movies, and we've got that non-comic person to actually with a view. So it's kind of nice having that different set of eyes. Yeah. Where we're comic nerds going, that didn't happen in the comics. We've got stuff that's going, well, this is great because yeah, you know, that's what like, I think fuck me with Chan Shang Chi, to be honest. Yeah, and I'm not familiar with the source material at all. I don't I don't read many comics, so for me, I came in and I'm like, yeah, I don't know anything about this character, and I loved it. Probably also why I like Snake Eyes. I don't know anything about Snake Eyes other than that he's a GI Joe. So, I well, like Max, him. before we yeah. end this plug segment, I will say, you know, what we're gonna do is after our Stephen King one, Jay and I are thinking about doing a Kung Fu set. So we might have to get you to watch a Kung Fu movie with us as fresh eyes and I talk to us about what movies. you see. Yeah, I, I would I've love watched- to. 
everyone's invited. Yeah. Let's go. Pump bonsai for everyone. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to weasel my way in, but like I yeah. watched all the Bruce Lee movies, all the Jackie Chan's, Jet Li. No, that'd be 13 and I, I'm, not, I'm not as well versed. So I'm looking forward to forcing myself to get into this and, and seeing it. You know, I know the, the big stuff, but like getting some of that and, and feeling like really distilling down what is Kung Fu about Kung Fu? Like not that word, that word itself, Kung Fu in the movie is not, you know, martial arts, not that, but Kung Fu. Like what is, what is Kung Chan? Fu about my life? Kung Fu. Oh, dude. Kung Fu? You ever watch Drunken Master? <laughs> Jackie Chan, Drunken Master? Yes, I have seen that one. Dude, yeah. I, the old Jackie Chan Kung Fu, like I have them all, DVDs. They're all sitting on my, that's like one of the very few DVDs I still have are all, Bruce Lee and fucking Jackie Chan and Jet Li and stuff. So sorry, didn't want to. Don't want to distract. Take us away, Max. Uh, no, now so... we're gonna talk kung fu. No, <laughs> no, no, we're not. Like the, the raid. Do you guys? Did you guys like the raid in the raid too? I never seen it. Yeah, never seen the no, raid. I have. I've mm, heard the raid. Have, uh, yeah. Really good. Go, go watch the raid. Well, maybe the we raid. might have to do the raid. <laughs> okay. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks, let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek! We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some for Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink on, some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time on the Absolute Geek. Thanks, everybody. Bye.